Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Wednesday, 16th November, 2022. Our bit today is taken from Psalm 23, verses 1 to 2. And we all know that says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Well, friends, we were wondering when it would come. The suspense is over now, though, because it came yesterday. Yes, we were greeted with our first snowfall of the season yesterday morning, and another said during the night. But thankfully, it's not a terrible situation. The roads are fairly clear, though the lawns and other open spaces are covered in white. That gives us a chance to get accustomed to or reacquainted with the white stuff before it just comes raining down on us as the winter season progresses. And though you might dislike snow, when you see it covering the rooftops, the leafless trees, and the lawns in a pristine white blanket, unsullied by humans, you have to admit that it is an eerily beautiful sight. Oh, if you are fascinated by the beauty of Mother Nature, then you will admire God's awesome winter workmanship like the other seasons, for it's all part and parcel of his brilliance. And with that nod, nod to Mother Nature and her winter qualities, let's move on to greener pastures now. And when we talk about green pastures, no doubt all our minds turn to the marvelous words of Brother David in Psalm 23. The, lo- <laughs> the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Now, that's indeed a promise from our Heavenly Father. And if you don't believe me, then listen to the prophet Ezekiel after he rails against the sinful shepherds or leaders of Israel and promises the care of God himself as the true shepherd of Israel. He claims, For thus said the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out, as a shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep, that are scattered, so will I seek out my sheep and will deliver them out of all the places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. And I will bring them out from the people and gather them from the countries and will bring them to their own land and feed them upon the mountains of Israel by the rivers or streams and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them in a good pasture, and upon the high mountains of Israel shall their fold be. There shall they lie in a good fold, and in a fat or rich pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock, and I will cause them to lie down, said the Lord God. I will seek that which was lost, and bring again that which was driven away, and will bind up that which was broken, and will strengthen that which was sick. But I will destroy the fat and the strong. I will feed them with judgment or justice. 
And that comes from Ezekiel 34, 11 to 16. Oh, my people, what a glorious promise from the Lord our God. And remember, he never reneges on his promises. And if you think that was just for Israel alone in the Old Testament, then listen to Jesus in the New Testament after the tax collector Zacchaeus repents. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house, for as much as he also is the son of Abraham. For the son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. And that, can, that comes from Luke 19, 9-10. Yes, friends, Jesus came to save those of us who were lost. Glory to God. And are we ever grateful that he did? Because there was no other option but for crap or the smoke we pipe down in the fires of hell before he came. And the scholars tell us the words seek, save, and lost all appear elsewhere in the scripture in a shepherd context. This verse may be taken as a kernel statement of the central theme of Luke. Jesus is the compassionate, searching herdsman who seeks to save those who can by no means save themselves. And you better believe that includes all of mankind. And if we think that Jesus isn't serious about searching and finding the lost, then please listen to him here as he talks about his role in a shepherd context. I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. I'm the good shepherd and know my sheep and I'm known of them. And that comes from John 10 verses 11 and 14. Then please read the parables of the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost or prodigal son in Luke 15. There, the shepherd, the coin owner, and the father drop everything else and seek that which was lost. And when they found what they had lost, they celebrated its finding. Thus, Jesus says, Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repented. And that comes from Luke 15, 10. Oh, my faithful brethren, doesn't that just bring joy to your hearts, knowing that heaven celebrates when one of us comes to Christ? It ought to. And I guess you have heard enough about the green pastures. Now you want to know about the still and peaceful waters. All right, then listen to John the Revelator as he writes in the book of Revelation, after seeing a great multitude of people of all nations and tongues that stood before the throne and the lamb dressed in white robes with palm branches in their hands. And you can find that in Revelation 7, 9. Later on, an elder explains it to John. He says, these are they which came out of the great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore are they before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light or strike on them, nor any heat. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed or shepherd them and shall lead them unto living fountains of waters 
and God shall wipe away all tears. That's every tear from their eyes. Whoa! That comes from Revelation 7, 14 to 17. Yes, my fellow saints, that's what we have to look forward to, being shepherded by the Lamb in the bright and shining presence of the Lord God, the Father himself. And I don't see how anyone in their right mind can turn that down for being in the fiery pits of hell with Satan. But since there is no accounting for taste buds, then we'll just leave it alone and let each individual do their own thing and pay whatever price becomes necessary. However, for those of us who intend to stick with Jesus, let's go home declaring, yes, we spell declaring right today. I took my time and spell every single word properly. <laughs> so let's go home declaring our Wednesday whale, letting all and sundry know of our wonderful position in Christ Jesus. As one strong and sincere voice, Wednesday, 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 I'm so glad to be alive on this Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Thank God the breath of life is still flowing through me on this Wednesday. I'm halfway home. My hands are fixed securely on the plow and I'm not turning back. I'm not looking back at the past, not focusing on what has gone before. But my eyes are fixed straight ahead, straight ahead to a glorious future with Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. And believe me, friends, if we endure with Jesus right down to the end, then that future will be even more glorious than we can ever ask or even imagine. So please, let's use that as an added encouragement to live for him now. Much love. And the postscript for today says, when Satan wanted us to die with him, Jesus came to save us, to live with him. Glory be my people. How can we not love Jesus, Denny? So please, let's get out there and do all we can to bring others to him so they too can know and love him like we do. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. Thank you.